1: Hello, Kevin. Hello, Janice. Hello, Hello, Toba. Hello,
0: Kevin. Uh, Hello, Janice.
1: (laughs) Hello, Hello, world. Yeah, hello, everybody, (laughs) and welcome (laughs) to the very next episode of The Remedy with all of us. Yes. How's everybody doing? gang's all here. Yeah, the band's back together. Good. Do you know what I'm excited about today? What? We didn't get in trouble for being loud.
2: No, not yet. No, we didn't. Oh, yeah.
0: It's, it's the young. Day, is the young. day is young. The day is young. <laughs> <laughs> the day is young. It's not our primary goal <laughs> to get don't, in trouble.
2: But don't completely discount it.
0: No. No,
1: no, I, no. I won't. I'll never say never. It's
2: always a possibility. <laughs> always. Lurking.
1: Okay, we got to thank our sponsor. We got to thank Wendy Poston again and her incredibly generous donation.
0: Sweet Wendy. Oh, I always
1: say Poston. It's pain.
0: It's she pain. She Wendy
1: Poston for forever. But Yeah. Wendy Payne. Is it yeah. just delightful, loving, wonderful, gorgeous, inside and out human being. She really is.
0: Who's a big fan of what we do? I think you did say posting last week. I did. She said post and pain. And then I think I But you've added pain. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
1: Her and her ex husband get along so well, I don't even think she and her kids but wouldn't but you know. It's not yeah. a big problem. Bill might Bill might want her to be called. Yeah, pain. probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um okay. Kev, what do you got going today? We had to meet a little early. You busy today? A little
2: bit busy. I have a show after that can only do um between start at 145 and 2 o'clock. So I just had to work to make sure that we were done in time.
1: Look, it's a beautiful day. I want to get out of here as quickly as possible. It is nice. I don't know what I'm gonna go do. It's gonna get
2: cold tomorrow. <laughs> it sucks. It so is? It is. Yeah, it is? it's supposed to cool off big time. The high's in like the sixties. I liked it yesterday.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great yesterday. Wait, it says tomorrow the high is Oh, it's Wednesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow
2: is when it starts to get, when the cold front comes so in, tomorrow night. So it's
1: coming tomorrow night. Yeah. Oh. But still, it's not, I mean, it'll get down in the 40s, but we're still in the 70s. Yeah. Man, I'm, de- I wasn't here yesterday, but Carter texted me and said it was 93 yesterday. Yeah.
0: It was so That's nice. That's what I heard too. Did but it feel hot? No, it no, I didn't. I So didn't. it wasn't humid. No, it wasn't. I didn't think it was humid at all. Did you, Kev?
2: No. No, I yeah, thought it Yeah, I thought it dry. was really great. Yeah.
0: Let me yeah. tell you. Out in the w- sun,
2: it was hot.
1: I was in San Francisco this weekend and oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. And hiking, man, I just, I really love places that you can really spend a ton of time outdoors. And then we just went to a winery yesterday. I mean, where can you hike on a mountain and then 20 minutes later be at a winery in Sonoma?
0: France. Well, not in Sonoma, but France. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Switzerland, don't they have yeah. wine? <laughs> lots and lots of
2: places. It reminds me, Lisa always makes fun of me for liking to watch depressing stuff. And she came in the other day and she's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, oh, this documentary, it's about like San Francisco. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's, it's called The Bridge. It's about the Golden Gate Bridge. She's like, oh, about like building it? I'm like, no,
0: people, no, people jumping, jumping off, off it.
2: Yeah. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I
0: have They filmed it for like a year. Though. You oh, actually see spending. people jumping off. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Is it good?
2: It's really depressing. It's not a very well-made documentary, honestly, but... There was some interesting stuff. In I
1: just watched a documentary on homelessness. It's called, like, Finding Home or something, and it was all about the homeless problem in the Northeast. That was depressing. Yeah, that sounds hell. depressing. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to live in San Francisco and loved it. Yeah. But now all my friends – like, I don't even have one friend that lives in the city anymore. Yeah. They've all scattered. But I've I've asked them, like, do you notice the problem? Like, is it, a, is it real? Because everybody outside of San Francisco is talking about how bad the problems are in really? San Francisco. And, I mean, one of my girlfriends does a lot of work for CASA. And she said that where she has to go for her meetings is, like, in not a very good area. She says she's stepping over homeless people and... They're shooting up and yeah. dealing drugs and doing drugs. She was like, "It's a, it's the problem is real." Yeah. My sister can't it go to the real. Starbucks
2: in New Jersey anymore because Starbucks had that that policy where they won't kick anyone out for any reason. Uh-huh. So it's just where all the homeless people go to. Take okay. sanction. Yep. And so nobody will go in there to buy anything. So they're like, it's just a matter of time. They'll just be there until they shut it down. But you know, my mom was in town and my sister was like, don't try to go to the Starbucks by my apartment if you oh, want Starbucks. Wow.
0: You know, the, the Starbucks on Knox, they, I think, I think all Starbucks have that policy. I think so too. Because there's a, there's a man that, uh, where I, I'll go to Knox Street Starbucks to get a mm-hmm. coffee and there's a guy that was sitting in the corner or sitting outside yeah. and. Yeah.
2: In New Jersey, it's mostly just because it's freezing cold and it's the only place to get out of the, you know, they they can go in there and stay warm. Refuge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man.
2: It's depressing. So did. We took a dark turn on this. That's my fault. No,
1: (laughs) real quick. What you bringing that up reminded me of, uh, I didn't watch the Academy Awards last night, but. uh, But you you saw the punching thing? Well, I heard about it. Yeah.
2: That's the real deal.
1: So, so what happened?
2: Um, Well, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith has like a shaved head. That's like her look. And Chris Rock made some joke about, like, I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2, you know, that movie with Demi yeah. Moore, which has yeah. a shaped head. And Will Smith got on stage and punched him in the face.
1: Like, literally punched Big him? Big time, punched him. <gasps>
2: and then sat down, and Chris Rock was like, geez, I didn't think anyone would ever punch me for a G.I. Jane joke. And Will Smith started yelling, like, uh, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth and, like, all this stuff. It was really weird and, like, violent <laughs> outrage. It was odd. I didn't watch it either, but, like, people were texting it to me. And the way they show it, on like the news, they bleep it. You don't hear what they're saying, so mm-hmm. it almost looks like it could be staged. But the one I saw was someone like recorded on a cell phone, and you could hear the whole thing. And I was like, "Dude, that's and real."
0: Literally punched him in the face. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh! It may have been a slap, but it was like a. It looked like a closed fist thing, but it was violent.
1: Dang!
2: Yeah.
1: Oh Ooh. my word! Wonder what the reason. Wonder when, why he got so. Because his
2: wife has alopecia, and that was like his whole thing.
1: Oh, so oh, she, she has does? a shaved head.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. I hair. don't think I didn't we, know that either. I
2: don't think anybody really did. Mm-hmm. You know, huh. but.
1: I didn't know. I thought that was her look.
2: It's yeah, me too.
1: Oh. Huh. So uh, you said that about a documentary. I mean, I didn't even know one movie that was
2: Me <laughs> either. I didn't, seen I didn't one see a single one that was nominated. Oh, did
0: you not see that uh Coda movie? Mm mm. It's really, really worth watching. It's the it's CODA stands for deaf, Children deaf of Deaf family, Adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. oh. And it's really interesting. Is that, that a documentary? No. It's it, like a girl. She's a, the only one in her family who can it's hear a or yeah. It's a movie. It's a movie, and it is really good. It's very, it's really good. Okay. No. Worth I'm, seeing. We were
1: driving to. Sonoma yesterday and they, we were looking up the movies that I didn't even know that Oscars were on. Like, I'm so out of it. I haven't seen a
2: single it, one of those movies. Me neither.
1: But, but the people we were with, they said that they watched the one... With a,
0: a king, is it King George? King, Rick,
2: king, Richard, king Richard is the Richard? one that Will Smith won Best Actor for right after that happened. Oh,
0: oh my gosh, it is so good! It is, yeah. Like minutes
2: after yeah. this happened, he had to get up on stage and like. Give it's an about
0: the Williams girls. Yeah. It's very good. Okay, I want to watch that. Watch that, but watch the coda one too. Okay, it's really good. Okay,
1: both of them. I are feel well, so well. completely out of the whole movie loop.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, I think. I think I've been
1: to the movies one time in. We watched both of
0: these on 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 television. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if
1: movie theaters are going to go away. I go
2: see stuff that will never be at the Oscars, like Jackass Forever and Scream (laughs) Five, and you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go watch serious
2: (laughs) movies at the theater. Oh
0: gosh. Okay, Janice, introduce our topic today, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. Um, so, you know, we've talked about our intentions and the, one of our podcasts was intentions with attention or attention with our Mm -hmm. intentions. Mm -hmm. And, um, so this morning I was reading, um, the reading from yesterday, <clears throat> because I, was, I didn't have this particular book with me upstairs when I did my, uh, my meditation. Uh-huh. And so it's about cultivating your soil. So I'm just going to read it, if that's all right, and yeah. then we'll just kind of pick it apart a little bit and see Perfect. what you all think. Love okay. It. Your consciousness is the soil in which your intentions take root and grow. Is your consciousness rich and fertile, receiving your intentions easily and helping them grow, Or is your consciousness hard and closed, rejecting new intentions? Or is it dry and barren with nothing to give in support of your new life? You can cultivate a rich and fertile consciousness every day. This might include tilling the soil with daily spiritual practices, providing the sunshine of a positive outlook, fertilizing with a willingness to see things differently, watering with possibilities, and allowing life to grow you. Are you open to cultivating the soil of your life? What are you currently doing to grow your consciousness?
1: Mm. So many good little nuggets. I
0: never
2: get it. It always goes in one ear and out the other. Like These things all sound exactly the same to me when you read them, and then when we (laughs) dissect it, I actually understand it.
1: Oh, well, you know what? I can't process any of that. (laughs) So I'm so glad you said that, Kev, because And I love when you chime in because I I think that Janice and I can tend to gravitate towards a... a I, I like-mindedness when it comes Definitely. to this kind of thing, mm-hmm. but you always give a different perspective, which I really appreciate. Because I promise you, there is somebody who just heard her read that and, <laughs> and has like, that
2: what same the issue.
0: Hell, is she talking? That about? I totally <laughs> agree with. There's you. a lot of
2: terms there. You guys have read enough of these that it all kind of you know you understand <laughs> it. But me, I'm just like, What is that? What does that all mean? What does
1: that even mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah, no. So I thank
0: you. Thanks so much for bringing that up because yeah. it can.
2: Once we unpack it, I, un- I get it. But
0: Well, and if you're not accustomed to reading these sort of things, mm-hmm. then it does seem a little... Woo, 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 y yeah. You know, and, and all the woo woo can sound the same, uh-huh, like the same woo. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Can all mm-hmm. sound the same? Really and smart,
2: really wordy, really insightful, philosophical. All things that I yeah. Pick very
0: up on. esoteric. Yes, out there. yes. There you go. <laughs> Earthy. <laughs> Earthy. Okay, we're going to get to the earth. Yeah. But I love this because I think that what I think that sometimes what we think about is that life happens to us Mm -hmm. instead of us creating the life that we want. And that's what I love the whole image of cultivating the soil. Mm -hmm. I am not a gardener, I don't plant anything. (laughs) (laughs) And but I love the whole analogy of how we our intentions can be the seeds, and we have to cultivate the soil and, you know, turn it before we plant them and all of this stuff. And I think that sometimes we don't realize how much power we have to create and implement these things that we intend to accomplish or to receive or to experience. And So I think that this is really cool because it also takes um, the fullness of the cultivation of the intention, but also, you know, the the outlook and the fertilization and being easy to go another way if you run up against a roadblock. Because I think that a lot of times we have an intention and then when it doesn't happen, Rather than move with this, the change of that particular intention a little bit to create, so it morphs into a not another intention mm-hmm. that may mm-hmm. be more achievable or than outcome. our original mm-hmm. or outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I love I love when you
1: said um, in so many words that so much of this is in our control. You yeah. know, I yeah. had a couple come uh, see me last week and the the woman has been coming to me for a while but her and her husband went through have been going through some challenges and they came to talk to me and he was like you know i'm 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 getting to the point where i'm i'm getting done uh-huh and um i mean you i'm sure you've seen plenty of those yeah and the one thing that i really like could like hold on to and give them hope for is you know so many people who come to counseling, they're in counseling because their son's on drugs, their husband's cheating on them, their wife's an alcoholic, their mom's dying, and I've talked about this before, and then there's people who come and it's like my marriage sucks
0: mm-hmm.
1: and give me my marriage sucks all day long <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: because that is the, that is in your hands. that is something that you can. If you want to, you can do something about and versus like your mom's dying of cancer. There's nothing you can do. That's completely outside of your your son is an addict and he won't stop. I, I out of your control, out of your control. And so, you know, them coming to counseling is kind of coping with the problems that life has life has manifested or brought forth or whatever, life, that life happened to, to them. And then I think, okay, these people who are just like falling out of love or not communicating or um, like that's all in their hands, you know. And to me, I don't know if this is making sense to you, but to me I'm like there's so much more hope in the things that I can do something about right, than, right, than the things that are happening to me. You right, know? right. If Carter gets on drugs or Carter gets pregnant or like when Blair was if getting... If he gets pregnant,
0: then <laughs> we're going to make some money off that.
1: <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> but like when Blair was getting divorced and it just really was hard on you. It was, you know? it was uh-huh. It was really hard on you. And you, know, that, you couldn't do anything about it. No. But if you and Tom were struggling, you, would, you and Tom would work feverishly to figure it out and and get back on
0: track. I I totally agree. And I think that the thing about like a marriage situation is that if your intention is to stay together, then that's where you can start to plant the seeds yes. of a good marriage and how to do it differently. Yes. You know, and I think that, you know, with this whole analogy of the seeds and the fertilization and all of that, Is that there's also the component of weeds that grow up in relationships or in jobs Mm -hmm. or situations like that that family Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. can uproot by changing your own behavior and then letting go of the results. Yep. So that, but but I um, I think that if we talk about today, that how could we till the soil with this? Like like it says, you know, tilling the soil with daily spiritual practices. So what would that be for you, Tova?
1: Um, well, I, and I love the idea. Maybe we just take these one by one and, and talk about what does that look like uh-huh. for us? Because, uh-huh. you know, like we've said and you brought up, there is a bunch of life that is completely out of our control. A bunch. And then there's some of life that that we can we can have, whether it's our mind, our thoughts, our Mm -hmm. practices, that we can move in a better direction to cultivate something more positive, even if what's happening around us. I mean, what's happening in the Ukraine and Russia and all of that's really hard on a lot of people, but there's not a damn thing we can do about it. There's not. And so how does, how does the world happen around us? And yet we stay on course and cultivate the life, not becomes victims to the world,
0: yeah, I agree, I agree, and I think that I think that one of the ways that we do this is is that we are mindful of what is going through our mind. what do we like when I think about the Ukraine situation, I feel deep empathy for the people and the devastation and 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 yet for my consciousness to be thriving in the midst of this, I I'm a big mantra person, mm-hmm. as I say all the time. And so for that situation, as I've said to you, we talked about it just a minute ago. The captain is on the bridge because yep. I am so powerless over all of that. Totally. But I do believe there is a greater power than me yes. that is not turning their back on the world. No. You know, no. and so so that's one way that I can cultivate the my consciousness mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: is by taking my brain and putting it, you know, somewhere else. No,
1: it's and that that is a practice. It that is, is a, a practice. That is a practice. And and we've talked about it before, but I think a spiritual to answer your original question, what are those spiritual practices? I think for me, and I know for you too, that is one of them, mm-hmm. is, is g- letting God do what God can do and then letting go what what I can't That's control right. and what I can't do.
0: And fretting about it doesn't make it any better.
1: No, it doesn't. But for somebody, and we had somebody write in to us last yeah. week and say, I'm scared. Like, what do I do about this? I mean, it's so easy for People who have the thought process like you and I do that the captain's on the bridge to kind of give that to the captain Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. walk away from it and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, hope and pray and, and want nothing but the best knowing that there's, it's not, it's, there's nothing I can do.
0: Well, and I think that we can, you know, I think that like with the, uh, the listener that, that. Contacted us about this is that, first of all, it's important that we feel those feelings and we understand that fear because because it's it's legit Mm -hmm. and it's real. And so we give ourselves permission to let those feelings pass through our bodies, mm-hmm. and then we can take the action of the mantras or some of that. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. you know, like we talked about last week, the, about feeling those feelings. Mm-hmm. It's important, and and I don't mm-hmm. want anyone to ever feel that discounted, no, mm-hmm. or that mm-hmm. their faith isn't good and high mm-hmm. enough or mm-hmm. strong enough. We're human, and mm-hmm. we're gonna. It, it is a little scary, mm-hmm. but but and, not but, and the captain's on the bridge. Yes. yes. You know, and that that for me, as simple (laughs) as it is, I have to kind of keep it simple. That's what works for me. In yep. one of those one that's one thing that I do for that. And I think that when um you know when you and I both Tova read some of these daily mm-hmm. journals about mm-hmm. uh the joyous living journal, the joyous abundance journal. Yep. And and it really really does help me. I do it first thing me in too. the morning when I get my coffee mm-hmm. and which doesn't mean that's the way everybody needs to do it, but it helps me start that the day mm-hmm in that sort of mindset. Uh, uh, mindset. So that's kind of what I do in the morning to cultivate that soil, to loosen up the soil around it so that my consciousness is in a more positive place. Yeah,
1: me too. I mean, that's, you know that. I, I Another big practice, and we've talked about it before, is gratitude journal. Yeah. You know, yeah. finding gratitude in, in the everyday really, really reminds me that it's, it's, there's still, it's a lot to be grateful for. Yeah, you know there, there are scary things happening in the world. There's, a, you know, a little bit of ups and downs in in life and relationships and children and marriage. I know a lot of people have you know ups and downs in all of it, but like just start, just starting out the day with a lot of gratitude really changes my mind.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree because what we're experiencing now is different, but it's gone on in the world for a very long time. Yeah. There have been wars that yeah. are have been devastating. Scary, I horrifying. Mean goes way, way, mm-hmm. way back in time. So, and the world has not been devastated. Yep, it's, st- or- it's still orbiting.
1: Yep. Yep. People are still having babies.
0: Still life ha- is
1: still, <laughs> life yeah. is
0: still, yeah. life is still
1: starting and life is still ending. Yeah. I mean, it is just, you know, one thing that, um, I think is a really important spiritual practice of mine, um, is surrounding myself with, with positive, happy, healthy people. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, where I go in the day, whether it's, <clears throat> Whether it's a friend for lunch or a walk with somebody or a, a telephone call, I can tell you that everywhere I go, there's positivity and it's not fake. It's not, it's an, I mean, it's not like we don't have problems. We don't share our problems, but but, I, I have surrounded myself with very like-minded people mm-hmm. And I think that makes a really big difference in our mindset.
0: It does. It does. We, and I think that's one of the gifts that we are able to experience is picking and choosing the people mm-hmm. that are going to be a positive influence in our life. And then, you know, then like you and, and I, I mean, I sit with some very, very serious people who are in a terrible spot and... So when you we can't, we can't eliminate all negativity from our world because uh-huh. people that we know and love are going to be experiencing something that's going to bring them down. And one of the things that I have practiced for years is putting myself in a jelly jar when I sit with clients and I can visualize like if their mm. energy is really negative, mm-hmm. I visualize their energy bouncing off that jelly jar and just sliding to the ground. And it slides away from me so that I feel like I am protected from some of that energy mm-hmm. so that I can be compassionate with people who are in that space mm-hmm. and and be able to not allow that to enter my world. Yep. So, you know, sometimes we can do that with the world situation as well, or your children is that's mm-hmm. the really difficult part if mm-hmm. your children are hurting, but even then it's not ours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's something that people can practice also cuz then I think we get so like oh the world is like this this ro- this war and we can get really down with it mm-hmm. but if if we allow that energy not to penetrate mm-hmm. our world our mm-hmm. inside that little jelly jar then we can be a positive influence mm-hmm. even in the midst of the negativity yeah.
1: Of chaos or yeah. uncertainty or fear, or whatever the Yes. Whatever the negative things yes. are. Yeah. Kev, what about you? Do
0: you have any do you have any like ex- are you, kidding? <laughs> you should say <see> his expression. <laughs> his his eyebrows are almost touching so, in the center. <laughs> like
1: Do you want to? Sure. Or do you wish you did? Or Yeah, did definitely. Just... I so, just don't. I don't have any. And so if you did, do you have any idea what that would look like? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are probably... Help me
2: paint that picture. uh,
0: There are probably a lot of people that are listening to this and thinking... Same thing. (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm just like you, Kevin. Well, you're not supposed to be doing it, but you could be doing it, and it might make your world a little less heavy. For sure. You know, and I think that's... It's not us. It's... I do it... For me, you make it sound so
2: normalized though, but for someone like me, it's so foreign.
0: Well, it's because I've been practicing (laughs) it for a long time, but it was very foreign to me because when in my first marriage, when I drove around that day and tried to figure out how to kill myself, and I was serious about it, and so I was a mess, and I had no capacity for any of that. And so... How long
2: ago was this, roughly? That
0: was in 1997. Okay. And so so that's when I went to a really good therapist that did some of my family of origin stuff, and, and then I started practicing these things. And yeah, I've been doing it since. And I needed to, because I was lying on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, I was... I was, mm.
1: but to your point, Kevin, I'm so glad that you're like, no, and I don't even know where to start. I, you know, people, people, and I know people ask you the same like, where do I even begin? And the, I don't think that there's a, you know, there's no pamphlet that says if you want to engage in mm-hmm. spir- spiritual practices, mm-hmm. here are the five things five that easy steps you, you should do. Yeah. Should do. No, there's no should. Like for some people, like I have a dear friend, and for her to have a, good mindset throughout the day she needs to have worship music on she really likes to have that you know that in the background Mm. uh, because that influences her day yeah and for me and janice it it starts out with a cup of coffee and you know reading through and even though we read some of the same things we don't do the exact same thing right and yeah so different every day well, it's the s- same books, same, I read from the same books. I do the same gratitude journal every day.
0: This is where I would start. If I would had, if I were good, somebody said, well, how do I begin to do this? I would do two things. I would have them, I would suggest that they get a very positive, like this, like this, uh these abundance journals, the abundance journal or the daily living journal. What's it? What's the joyous the, living, the journal. joyous living journal. I would buy one of those one and I would just start. Amazon. It's a day to day reader, you know, so you just look at the date and you read it and you take what you like and leave the rest. And if it sounds like woo stuff, then you just Find the next day one. you read the next one mm-hmm. and you take out one little piece that you can practice because it is a practice. And so then, like, the captain's on the bridge. Like, I'm not going to worry about the things that over which I'm powerless because the captain's on the bridge. If that's all you do and that's where you start, that's the beginning of that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just because our brains are so habitual And we create, a lot of us were taught to create some negative thinking practices along the way. Mm -hmm. And so those pathways are in our brain. Mm -hmm. And the only way those pathways go away is through the non-use of that particular pathway. If you're like, oh, the world sucks and everybody's bad you know then that's a pathway and if you've if you've been taught that or if you've experienced Mm -hmm. that and that becomes your roadmap then that's what you're going to do so as you create a new pathway the other the pathway that's already formed will start to not be traveled because they they have to have repetitive trucks Tricks down the road, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You got to track. Does that make sense mm-hmm. to you? So you just start with one thought yeah. or one little reading, you yeah. know. It,
1: it to me, it's it's kind of like starting an exercise program. Like you want to start small.
0: You mm-hmm. want because
1: yeah, y- and and you you want to know what's interesting, and I'd be interested to hear your feedback. But I'm sitting here remembering when I first really. I mean, I've stopped and started a. A morning meditation devotional practice ever since I was a teenager, um, but I would up down up down in out in out in out, and now I won't miss. I'm like you, like I. It's just part of my day now, and I love it. I look forward to it. But I have to say, when I first started doing it, it it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was a little awkward for me.
0: Well, like, yeah, it, it. Me too. And and.
1: Yeah, you know, it's kind of like I've never done orange theory and if somebody if 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 I walked into an orange theory class tomorrow I'd be looking around. I'd be a little uncomfortable because it'd be a new practice. Yeah. And this is just that same kind of it's it's a mental, emotional, spiritual practice.
2: It just sounds kind of girly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know what? Tom, I can't
2: think of a better way to put it.
0: Well, you know what? Tom does. That's Tom funny. doesn't read any of these books that I read, but he does a breathing. He has this, mm. uh, this kind of program. It's, mm-hmm. I don't really think it's an app, but it's something that he he reads uh, like a book a week, and 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 he implements a lot of this stuff. But he has like a. Like he listens to a breathing meditation practice and that's what he does. So he starts the day off centered because mm-hmm. of his breath and he mm. just breathes. Mm. And then that really tends to help him start his day because his
1: that's his job is so
0: yeah. pressurized that then that kind of helps to keep him calm or if you I dis- can see that. if you decided to go out on your back porch and and just sit in nature. Watch those little squirrels
2: mm-hmm. that,
0: you know, that's that's a spiritual practice. So it brings you into a particular mm-hmm. space that is secluded from the world, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you watch the squirrels, mm-hmm. you know, there. Uh, mm-hmm. so there's all sorts of ways you can do it. Yeah. And I would be curious if you decided to try one and then to let us know. Because to- since Tova and I have been doing it for so long— you know, there um I mean, there are a ton of people out there that are like, What? What mm-hmm. are you talking about? Mm-hmm.
2: I'll let you know what I try.
0: Yeah, okay. I do. I would be very,
1: very, very curious to see what where where your plane would land. Yeah, me like too. This where what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. So the second one that they talk about, so the it says this might include tilling the soil with daily spiritual practice it also might include providing the sunshine of a positive outlook.
0: hmm <clears throat> Not always easy every day. Mm-mm. And when I find myself not being in kind of a negative mind frame, I, I have to consciously change it.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think this is a beautiful practice. I love being around positive people. And I also feel like it it's really important to also, like you said, and what we talked about in the last couple weeks is how important it is to feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, Anna Prynne, when she comes in and is not having a great day, and I've talked about this, and I'm like, oh, it's not that bad, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Like People want to just, like, slap (laughs) you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and she's like, mom, like, I'm just having a bad day. Like, why can't I just have a bad day? Like, Mm -hmm. and so it is that balance of, positivity and also like if you're feeling low or you're feeling sad about something to to feel it so that you can get to the other side of it and get back to the positive i think it's okay to to like you said look at what's happening in the world and and like god that's sad yeah that's hard to watch or yeah it's not fun to hear or you know there's a there's a There's a lot going on in the world, but if that's all you take on, and that's the only thing you're allowing yourself to feel, that's going to overwhelm you in a different direction. That's
0: why I don't watch the news. Yeah, you You know, know, I only, I get all of my information from something that comes across my phone (laughs) (laughs) in an odd way. You know, and um, and I I agree with you, Tova, and I think that that one of the things that we can do if you are in the midst of uh, implementing a spiritual practice and somebody is not and they come to you and they say, oh, I hate this. This is so awful. This is so awful. Rather than say, oh, come on. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You can say, I understand that you feel like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about it? Mm -hmm. You know, because Mm -hmm. if we do, it's okay. It's human. We're created Mm -hmm. to, we're not just zippity-doo-dah all Mm -hmm. the time. I'm not... You're not probably. Mm -mm. No. And, you know, I know Kevin isn't because he's talking about it right now. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's just fine.
1: Yeah, I do too. I think it's like if I came to you counseling and I was telling you all the things that I need to sort out or work through or deal with and... Or the sadness or the heart of my life and the only thing that you kept telling me was it's all gonna be okay and it's mm-hmm. no big deal and make look at a the, gratitude list like, yeah look at the mm-hmm. sun that's shining like you just need to stay positive I would not find that helpful no I really wouldn't no so I do think it's a balance of of being that positive sunshine mm-hmm. um, and allowing the feelings being yeah, yeah. realistic
2: too yeah.
0: yeah yeah well just yeah just be human
1: yeah being human yeah the next one, and I think I probably, of all the ones that this lists, I think I like this one the best, or it speaks to me the most today. It says, fertilizing with a willingness to see things differently.
0: I totally agree with you, Tova, because I was reading that again this morning, and I was like, that is that is one of the things that I have that I work on. Me too. Is me not thinking my way is yep. the highway. Yep. But being able to entertain a difference, something yeah. that's really different.
1: Yeah. I, I am not good at thinking that somebody else's thought process, if it's different from mine, I really have a problem. Like, I mean, you, you didn't say you have a problem, but you said this is something you're working on. This mm-hmm. is definitely something I'm working on because... I tend to think that if I'm thinking it, it's right,
0: uh-huh. mm. and so
1: if I think I'm right, and yeah. Kevin, you think differently, then my my go-to, and I'm not proud of it, but my go-to is you're wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's where subconsciously my thought process goes, my behavior goes, my me too. I I just, if I'm right, then you're wrong. If I'm
2: wrong, I will eventually realize it. You're not going to convince me I'm wrong. I that's true. To no, to
0: that's true. That's really true. That's
2: just my stubborn nature. I won't realize <laughs> it until later.
0: I think I'll a have lot to figure of it out is. on my own.
2: and be like, damn. Yeah.
0: yeah, I was talking to
1: my brother uh, this morning, and I was telling him something that's going on in, in my life, and he was like, can I offer you a different perspective? Mm-hmm. And I was like, please. And so that can
2: be tricky territory.
1: Yeah. But, but he asked for permission mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I said yes, which I really appreciate that he asked me. But the perspective that he gave me was so different than where I was, the path I was on, and yet I could hear it, and I so appreciated it.
0: And did it did it change your mind? Yes. That's good. Yeah. It yeah. really
1: changed my mind. And uh, and I just, I think that this is such an important practice and it's such a hard practice because, of course, if it's a thought that we're having, it's our thought and it's right to us. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh. But that
1: doesn't mean it's right. Well,
0: period. the world is not black and white. It's not. Not black and white, right, wrong, good, bad, mm-hmm. all or nothing. And I mm-hmm. part of being emotionally mature is... Is to re- is the realization of that yeah. that and Tom is really good for me on that because mm-hmm. we have very different opinions on things. Mm-hmm. We think differently uh, politically. Mm-hmm. We are, I mean we we really can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. He's wrong, <laughs> but. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. No, but it is that being open-minded because I, I had to develop that.
1: Sure. That but has, I'm still developing that. that I'm still working me. on that.
0: I think that it was when I was, when I turned about 50, I think that I was able to entertain the differences of others. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that it's,
1: it is a maturation. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's part of maturing, but it's also being emotionally, uh, Like being more emotionally mature and open to the fact that, okay, you're in a conflict with somebody or you have a different thought process than somebody else. You two are two completely different people. You come from two completely different backgrounds, completely different family of origin, completely different family systems. And uh, like how on earth could you be aligned with another human being 100% of the time? You're just
0: not going to be. You're not. No. No.
1: You're yeah. not. And yet that doesn't make anybody right or wrong. It just is different. Yeah. And, you know, if we stopped assigning the right and wrong, especially in our relationships, and, and we just began to under, started to try to understand how we're different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, man. Can you imagine the conflicts that that would, I mean, every conflict I get in, it's because I think I'm right. Yeah. And I don't really take the time to understand another person's perspective.
0: Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not easy. No, it's a, it, it is something that I think that with Tom and I, we, because we don't fight, Mm -hmm. we don't, we, we disagree with one another on some things, but the things that are going to fire me up inside or fire him up inside, we really kind of avoid those because we we both know that we're going to think differently about mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we can breathe through that and be okay. I don't. I really don't need there's mom, nothing to solve. No, there's nothing to solve, and I don't mm-hmm. need him to think like I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it mm-hmm. would be great on occasions. <laughs> you know, we think differently about money. You know, mm-hmm. he he is is. He, I don't know. We just have kind of a different attitude about some of that, yeah. some of those things. And it's really good because we help to moderate one another. Sure. But it took me a while to be able to agree to disagree and yeah. just be okay with it.
1: Yeah. You're, every problem doesn't have to have a solution. No, it
0: doesn't. It, it really, really doesn't. Mm-mm. But a
1: lot of people have a very difficult time with that. It needs to get resolved. It needs to, you need to have a solution. Sometimes the solution is, We're just, we think differently about Mm -hmm. this. We look at it differently. Let's just leave it there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because we all come from different experiences that help to form the way Mm -hmm. we think and look at different situations. Sure. You know, I think me being raised in that very rigid, uh, fundamental religious, I mean, I I walked around for years. I was, well, first of all, I believed in hell. I don't believe in hell anymore and but I was pointing my finger at people who were going to go to hell
1: oh yeah I told I told that story a couple weeks ago. I, I I would have told everybody where I thought they were going and why.
2: I was scared shitless. So I thought I was going for a long time. Well,
0: I think you just learned two weeks ago. You might not. <laughs> no, I learned that a long time ago.
2: I'm like that. It, that quit making sense a long time ago. It
0: does not make yeah. any sense, doesn't it? I quit
2: buying into that at like 16.
0: Uh, well, that's, that's good. God, yeah, it took me
1: way longer oh, than me that. Me too.
0: I was in my 40s before I opened up my brain. Well, I still
2: believed in hell. I just didn't believe that I belonged there. I quit believing that because of some things, you know, things that my religion would say, oh, well, that's where you're going. I didn't believe that anymore. I'm like, no, I have a pretty good innate sense of right and wrong, and I don't (laughs) think that that's, you know, that I've done anything to belong there. No,
0: I don't think you belong there either. (laughs) I don't think you belong there.
2: (laughs) But uh, so what is different Then, do you think about, Someone who transitions who is a horrible person is someone who wasn't. It's the same or.
1: Yeah. There, and I know we might all disagree about yeah. this, but I nobody believe. Nobody knows, of course. Nobody, I don't, I believe I don't know. That's what I think I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But I believe just like there are consequences of our behavior here. I believe there are also consequences too. of our behavior there.
0: So do you believe that there are different levels that when somebody transitions it
1: I believe I don't know. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: But I, I believe you
2: kind of just But I believe we create
1: right I believe we create our eternal our eternity. I believe that whatever and again, I I don't know. I'm not saying that this is true, and, but I I believe that our behavior here, just like our behavior there, has eternal consequences. Yeah, I, but yeah. I believe we are, we are choosing what those are. I don't think that God is upstairs. It's a different
2: like experience for a, a normal person, assigning I think.
1: people to different levels. Right. Of exactly. Heaven. You're not
2: designated to be tortured for eternity. Yeah. Like, that's because not because of
1: this. I think that we just like some people choose to to engage in torturous behavior here. I think that they will have the same freedom, and uh, there.
2: I think maybe people who think who do awful things think there is nothing after life, and maybe for them there isn't.
0: Well, what about if they, if after they transition, and then they're like, oh, now I see the ways that I was wrong. Then do they get to experience a better eternity?
2: No, no, I don't know. Just kinda...
0: I don't know either. That I know really have is. no idea. Oop, nope, you lose. Yeah, <laughs> no, you had
2: your chance. I, yeah.
0: I, I,
1: I, don't, I don't believe that hell is a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, like the Bible. <laughs> no, like the Bible says. I, I don't think that it's an assignment because God is mean. Yep. But I do believe that we have a just God, and and that there are consequences whatever those are, I don't know, to our choices. Just like there's consequences to our choices here.
0: Yeah, I think I think that – I I don't know that I believe that there's something that's going to happen after people transition and they're put in different, I don't know, spaces or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the – I think that we – a lot of us that experience different choices that are not in our best interest, and we change our positioning, or maybe that once we transition on, we see the light. Mm-hmm. And, I do believe that there is And then I'm free from that, yeah. freed from the past. I feel
1: that with my mom, I,
0: mm-hmm. and I've talked
1: about that before yeah. here. Like, I really believe that my mom, and i I don't have anything to base this on other than a feeling, but i I totally one thousand percent believe that my mom was a result of her upbringing and her life product and of her, her environment Absolutely. Her, and some of her choices mm-hmm. you know and yes and and I believe since she has transitioned, there has been an enlightenment of her and and that has afforded her and allowed her to be a but I feel my mom being a really beautiful mother from heaven.
0: Uh uh-huh, that's great. Yeah. I love that thought. I yeah,
2: because you wonder people who end up doing really horrible things. Did they ever really have a chance? You know, you don't know what happened to them.
0: No, you don't. And, well, I and can guarantee you that it wasn't good. No, yeah. what yeah. happened to them? Because I believe that we are all born good. Yeah, yeah, You're a blank you your canvas. Well, yeah, you look at that a newborn nursery and yeah, you pick out there are the no bad, bad babies. babies. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well,
1: so, you, I think you learned a lot of that with your with your training and teaching because you worked with prisoners. And I did. Yeah, that's true. And I've done prison ministry, and you hear these people's stories, and you're like, well, hell yeah, you mm-hmm. you did that. You know, you kind of had no choice, you know, considering your. You are abused upbringing. to where your brain was rewired. You know? Yes. I, the, I, we were talking about the uh, movies that we've been watching lately, and I watched this documentary on homelessness. And, you know, a lot of times we look at homeless people, or people look at homeless people with a lot of judgment. And I'm like, well, I'm not helping them. Like, you know, get off the street. I go to work. You go to work, and mm-hmm. and yet I don't. I don't think that their plot has. I, nobody wakes up and like. I, don't know, I think I'm gonna like get rid of all my shit and live off the streets mm-hmm. to, from now on. Like, who would choose? I think that? I'm gonna
2: get addicted to drugs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I, I I think unfortunately a lot of people that are that are homeless and that have had terrible experiences in life you know the the whole drug use is i mean that when i worked with the prisoners and they so many of them were homeless and were addicted they were well they were all addicted to drugs and alcohol they you know they always said don't give a homeless person money yeah because they they're buying crack and they said, "But I still them, believe that give them a hamburger. Yeah. yeah, you know if you yeah. can. If you, and so if I you don't know. Help. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's a it's a slippery slope. But what I do
1: know is that we should not be pulling up, standing in judgment. No, no. Of of their where they're at in their life because no. you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm about. I was about three decisions away from being one of them. And I believe that that's... A homeless yeah. person? Well, I think it's true for all of us. Yeah. Like, oh, you know... I, I thought I didn't know. No, no, no. I mean, that's never... But, you know, I look at them,
0: whoever they are... Janice addict. would have kicked
2: me out of the house if she was my parent. I guarantee you. <laughs> she
0: totally would have. Yeah. Before
2: I was 23, I would have been gone. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. You would have been gone yeah. before then.
1: But nobody... no, One. Like... All I'm saying is, I look at anybody. I look at an addict. I look at a cheater. I look at a homeless person. I look at, and I I look at them, and I don't see somebody who's who's not me. I no, we look, could
0: have all been right there. That's what
1: I'm saying. Yep, I think I that agree. every last one of us are are three, four bad decisions away from mm-hmm. being like. If I tried heroin, I've never tried hard drugs or anything like that but but i tried lots if i tried
0: it i i think i would everybody everybody would like it yes yeah i'm sure because it's supposedly i've never tried it either but i've dealt i've never tried a ton of people that have that were heroin addicts and I remember this young man sitting in my office and he was like, It's like the best it's the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. And so give he died. me the
1: most amazing thing ever and I'm gonna keep wanting to do the yeah, most amazing
0: it's thing true. ever. When but,
2: I was in the hospital last spring and I was on the uh, morphine for my gallbladder, I remember thinking like if I wasn't like doubled over in pain right now, this would feel great. Uh huh. And that's not even as <laughs> the it's not even as strong.
1: Yeah, but people great, 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 great people. We all know mm-hmm. that. Have yeah addictions and pills and drugs and yeah i don't know i just i i think we are them and they are us
0: yeah uh the next one is like watering with possibilities and i really like this one too is thinking about i i i do that a lot right now with with me being 16 i'm like okay okay how much time I think I have <laughs> Max? Probably twenty years, maybe twenty-two. That did not seem very long, but somebody was telling me the other day that their 20. dad died. <laughs> so they... she makes it to
2: eighty-five. She's playing with the house's money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that'd be ninety.
0: That'd oh, be yeah, ninety. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah. Well, you kind of are at that point, I guess. Ninety is pretty good.
0: And then you know, and then, but I think so. Somebody's mom died, and they're like they were eighty-two, and I'm like, oh wow, that's just twelve years. Okay. Mm. What do I need to do? I need to go to Greece. I need to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean do all these things. It's like I can't say no.
1: Yeah, I love I it. I want
0: to just say yes to every single possibility.
1: Yes. And and, and 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 if you if you if we allow ourselves to look at life like that, life is watering us with beautiful possibilities.
0: So many possibilities. Yes, yes. So many. You
1: know, we I was in, I, I, you all know I lived in San Francisco, but one of my best friends, she got engaged and uh-huh. they, there was a big engagement party that I went to the city for this weekend. But, you know, she moved from the city two years ago, a year or two ago, to a city just north of the city or a town just north, Mill Valley. I am not I mean I lived in the city. I've been going back to the city for 25 30 yeah. years. I've never never been to Mill Valley. Never been like Mill Valley's awesome and it's got great hiking. It has amazing people. It's like this little mountain town just north of San Francisco. And I'm like we we have no there's there's 1 million mm-hmm. trillion mill valleys mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and just places i've never been to discovery people views food attitudes yeah um uh, you know, I mean, this place is complete. Everybody's so granola. Nobody colors their hair. Nobody has Botox. Oh, like,
0: I can't go. Th- I no, can't be there. No, you actually <laughs> want to My hair would not be good. I was the most
1: beautiful no, then you person guys be look awesome. in Mill Valley. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was hands down the most beautiful person
0: in Mill Valley. <laughs> well, maybe I would want to go. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I'm exactly. saying.
1: I think you want to go. But it's, it's like that. That is such like mm. life is watering us with new views, new people, new food, new adventures. And, you know, I've been to San Francisco a thousand times and it was a new experience. And I just, I'm so with you, Janice, and I don't think we have to wait until we're 69.
0: No, I don't to either. To have that mindset. I don't either. That I really do And it's not
1: just about travel. It's saying yes to things that we would normally say no to. Maybe just try. Yeah, Maybe just try. You never know.
0: You never know. That's true. That's so true. Mm -hmm. So the last thing is, do you have it up? Uh Uh-huh. Allowing life to grow you. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? What does that mean to you, Kev?
2: Uh, Kind of like what we were just talking about, I guess.
0: Allowing life to grow you. So many
2: experiences and different things, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it's being open. I think you grow from every one of them.
0: Yeah. I do, too.
2: And I haven't been very open, you know, in my life. I've never lived anywhere but here. Really, it's.
0: Would but, you? Would it be fun if you think about that to go somewhere else?
2: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I lived in New Hampshire for two years, but I hated it. Cold. <laughs> yeah, and I was only like twelve years old. So yeah. Oh, yeah. do not really count.
1: Yeah. I just think it's it to me that thought process is being open to all things. Not to
2: say anything disparaging about New Hampshire. I just don't like cold weather.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's being open to possibilities, it's being open to mindsets, it's being open to adventures.
0: Well, and allowing the things that happen in our lives that are not our plan, are not that we would like to experience, allowing that to grow us as well Mm -hmm. as order to, you know, Mm -hmm. I always say some of the worst experiences I had helped to file the rough edges sure. of who i was me too
1: yeah that's and a great that, way to say it
0: and that really i i have benefited from that mm-hmm. can you give an example of that yeah i can like if you my, don't mind no i'm happy to my whole mindset about about religiosity mm-hmm. i was so right wrong good bad i took i was very literal in in my interpretation of scripture And that is not where I am today. Mm -hmm. And because I think of my work with when I worked with those prisoners and those drug addicts, and I remember driving home one day and uh, uh, because I had gotten off work that night about nine o'clock and I was driving home and I pulled into... My neighborhood, which is a wealthy neighborhood in Dallas, the Park Cities, and I looked around at those houses and I thought, you know what, those men are exactly like me. Mm. Their circumstances have been different, and yeah. it really, it really changed my whole mindset yeah. about what I thought about right, wrong, good, bad, Mm -hmm. all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And, and I needed it because Mm. I was pretty sharp Mm. on the edges. Mm
1: -hmm. And when we're, you know, I, I, I said it before last time, and I think maybe it was along these same lines, but when we have that mindset, it's, it limits love.
0: Oh, it totally limits love. Mm-hmm. The first time I was, uh, the first Thanksgiving, I might have told you this, said this before, but I, it was Thanksgiving, and I I was at the treatment center with those guys on Thanksgiving. And uh, my kids were with Kurt, and, um, and it was one of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had. <laughs> we watched... Um, Oh, what was it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know this comedy, and I, I looked at all those. Oh, guys, if you can give me clues! I'm
2: really good at that game.
0: And yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, it'll. Ha- oh, Nutty Professor. Ah, okay. And we laughed and laughed and laughed, and it was it, it was truly one of my best Thanksgivings because it changed me, mm. and I was so happy to be there with those mm. guys. Mm. You know.
1: Yeah, and, and and years before it.
0: Oh, would not have. Ever imagined
1: that it could have been gross, it could have been ew, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: scary, wasn't Mm -hmm. scary at all. Mm -hmm. Those guys, yeah, yeah,
1: we do get scared of things, we can be scared of things that are different,
0: yeah, we can, yeah. So, and that's where life really helped me to grow, yeah, it changed me,
1: yeah, and I think that when. When we cultivate this kind of mindset, all of these things together as one, I think that it, you can't help but have a more beautiful life. I agree. I really think about, I really think about who I was when I was, when I had that same mindset as you, that hardcore black boy, good, bad, you're bad, I'm good, you're going to hell, I'm not. Like, I just think that, God, what a, what a waste. Like, what a waste of, and and I still have work to do. Yeah, I still have a lot of work to do in, in my humanness, but.
2: That is literally what we were told, though, growing up.
1: Yeah. No, it yeah. Li- really was. It was
2: presented to me in a very literal fashion.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. As but,
2: facts.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then if you're a kid and you don't believe it, you're. Like, how could you even remotely question that mm-hmm. as well, a child? Because we'll just... believe
2: whatever is told to them.
1: That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just think this mindset creates opportunities for not only growth, but a lot of love. And dang, if we don't need love
0: in I this agree. world. I, I challenge everybody to pick one thing to do differently or to view someplace differently. And that is going mm-hmm. to help cultivate the soil for your happiness for Mm -hmm. your for your joy Mm -hmm. and for the accomplishment and the desires of your heart
1: no that's good
0: and it just one thing yeah change one thing that you look at and change that perspective
1: i like it great challenge great remedy
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys have an amazing
1: week thanks for listening thanks
0: for listening so
1: appreciate all of you